that, baby! But here, I've met a lot of people and I've played some too. And there's one thing I know, people like to talk. <laughs> it's the Spudcast. That's where you at. Hey, where you baby? How y'all making? Hey, thanks for joining me here for another episode of the Spudcast. Talking out my ask here on uh, your favorite podcast platform. Joining me tonight, another old college buddy, Bob Arsenault, who is the owner-operator of Parish Coffee, which if you've never had Parish Coffee, by the end of the show, you'll be craving it, okay? That big purple bag with the yellow rooster right there in the coffee aisle of your favorite market. Pick one up today. In the meantime, Bob Arsenault would love for you to listen to this. Do you know what it means to miss New Orleans? The next time you have to travel, take along a couple of pounds of Parish Coffee and you won't be missing New Orleans for long. Brewed right here in the land of coffee lovers, Parish Coffee has the taste you're looking for. From dark roast to coffee and chicory to flavored coffees like Bananas Foster or Bourbon Pecan, French Vanilla or King Cake or you name it, Parish Coffee has a flavor just right for you. Look for the bright purple bag in the coffee aisle of your favorite market or order it online, have it sent right to your door. What a perfect gift for any coffee aficionado. Sip the soul of New Orleans in every cup of Parish Coffee. Spot here. You know I like to tease attorney Mike Brandner. Go big or go home. Go Mike. Mike's got the big one. And he sings that little song he has to. And Brandner laughs at the joke too because he's got a great sense of humor. He doesn't take himself too seriously. But you know what he does take seriously? His clients. When it comes to fighting in court for the interest of his clients, that's where the laughter stops and the serious work begins. He's not afraid of the insurance company lawyers because he used to be one. And now he's on your side of the aisle. And that's where you want him to be. Get the big result. Go big. Get Mike. 345-1111. Spud here for Serentine Comfort Systems. You've heard a lot of hot air out of me before. Well, now I'm talking comfortable, clean, germ-free air with the new iWave air purifier. It knocks down cooties, even COVID, from your home or business. Pathogens, allergens, particles, even smoke and odors. Wave goodbye with the iWave from Serentine. Quick install, no maintenance, 25 bucks a month. Give the gift of healthy air this year. Call Serentine Comfort Systems at 504-833-8831. 833-8831. 31 or go to srscomfort.com. So we're talking with my old college buddy, Bob Arsenault, um, about coffee because um, that's his forte, Parish Coffee, Orleans Coffee. How, how, well, by the way, how's it going, man? Uh, Merry Christmas to you. How's it going over there? Merry Christmas to you, sir. Thank you. It's, um, it's quite busy. Um, we've been very fortunate that um, I'm in the soft addiction business. You know, people have to have their coffee. Oh, yeah, me too. I'm, I'm, I'm there. <laughs> and uh, I, we sell a lot of coffee to coffee houses under our Orleans Coffee brand. And, and coffee houses have been doing very well. Uh, they're not subject to the issues that bars and restaurants have been having to deal with. Why? Which is a shame. Because they just, well, most of it's to go or what? Well, the the... People, coffee house owners have done a really good job of either not letting people in the front door or only having a few, you know, a few tables and chairs and spacing people out. Uh, they haven't had to deal with the issues bar owners are dealing with, with like 20, 30, 40 people that go in there and stay out all, stay all night. Yeah. People get their coffee to go or there's one or two people sitting at, at a table. Plus, you don't get snocker drinking coffee. You might get a little <laughs> wired, but you're not going to get snocker. That's right. So it's just a whole different environment, and that's working out. And then for those who don't want to leave their house, 
we're selling a lot of coffee through our websites. It is just amazing. I mean, we've always had really good uh, website sales for orleanscoffee.com and parishcoffee.com. So people are just buying more, more of everything online, right? So coffee is part of that as well. So um, you know, we sell coffee to people all, all around the country, always have. Mm-hmm. And um, well, it's because people want to taste New Orleans, and I mean, your coffee it, is a taste of New Orleans. It certainly is, and uh, also, you know, we've got some our some corporate gift um, orders that come through. So we've been dealing with helping those out, and uh, mm-hmm. a new company uh, launched um, with a, a new coffee website, and we're doing third-party fulfillment, and so. It's uh, really the worst time of year to to start a new online project, as far as I'm concerned, because um, it's I'm I'm doing these orders on top of all of our our usual Christmas orders, which are mm-hmm. more. So it's more on top of more. So it's it's um, bad. It's bad only in that you're already pretty swamped. But you know who can who can turn down a new gig yeah, like this? So so I believe me. I uh, I am grateful. I am grateful twenty four seven. Um, and this is all going to die down after the holidays, but as long as the weather's cool out there, people are going to buy lots of coffee and, um, lots of people getting coffee for gifts, whether they know it or not. And that (laughs) coffee comes from Orleans coffee. Let me ask you this. Um, how did you even get involved in, in this? And then. I'll get into some other questions leading up to it, but I mean, you know, do you wake up one day and go, I think I'm going to brew coffee or did you walk into it? Or how'd you start? <laughs> because the thing of it is, look, let's not kid ourselves, Bob, mm-hmm. you make some really good coffee and you have, I haven't, I haven't really been a flavored coffee guy. I'm just a coffee. I want my dark roast coffee with a little cream and sugar. And that's me. And then, and then, uh, I, I, bumped into you at a, uh, at a, like an event, like a, a farmer's market or something. You were out there and you had, um, Southern pecan. And I went, damn, that's some good coffee. And so I got some of that. And then I got another ton and I got another kind. And then you got this Santa's holiday toddy coffee coming up here that I'm going to be wearing out here before doing much longer. My youngest daughter is now drinking coffee because she drank your coffee. She drank parish coffee and she just got, so now she's experimenting, you know? So we're going to have to get two or three different flavored coffees just to <laughs> just to appease the monster growing in her. But how'd you exactly. get into this, man? Well, I, I tell everybody that, that that's a conversation for beer. Whenever I get <laughs> when people ask me, how did you get in coffee? You know? And the other uh, the other answer is uh, it's a long story and even longer when I tell it. But I, I will try to keep it brief. But I've always loved coffee as a little kid. You know, my mom made coffee in a percolator mm-hmm. um we had drip the, coffee us we had uh, the old cajun style drip coffee pot oh uh, yeah and i've got one of those around here that was uh it's in my office um you know my grandmother had that and uh you know she, I, she had these little little plastic green cups and fill one third of it with hot coffee and then other two thirds with milk and lots of sugar you know as a you know as a seven-year-old yeah that's... we called it coffee milk when i was a kid and that's when yeah. we drank it just like that yeah and and then um moved to new orleans from homa in 86 <clears throat> and someone told me about hey you need to go check out this place called pj's the original location of pj's coffee on maple street not the not the current location and i walked into this store that was all 
whole beans is kind of like an ice cream case mm -hmm. instead of it being ice cream and all the bins it was coffee and all the bins and the aroma was just that was it just hooked and of course it had all kinds of cups and mugs and gift cards and apparatuses to to brew coffee and tea and so forth and then i went to the coffee house next door and i loved it <clears throat> well i had a job you know doing something and uh, i eventually met the guy that uh that ran the wholesale division. Phyllis Jordan was the owner of PJs, and I, I always give Phyllis lots of credit uh, for giving me <clears throat> a job and that opportunity. Mm -hmm. So anyway, the gentleman who ran the wholesale division offered, you know, I said, hey, can I get a part-time job here? So he gave me a job, and I was working part-time in their roasting and production department yeah. uh, on North Genoa Street, right off a of canal. Um, well, a month later, well, let's just put it this way. Two months later, I became the production department manager. Because <laughs> you just you just fell into it. I mean, well, you know what? You it. have a you have like a gift for it. It's like a lot. Of, everybody has a gift for something, but a lot of times you don't really realize what it is. But you, yeah, if yeah. if anybody wants to go out to where you brew your coffee out there and just stand in that room and smell it while mm -hmm. it's roasting, you know, Bob Arsenal got a gift for coffee. That's right. Well, and six years PJs and then two years with a uh, coffee roasting business on the North Shore called Covington Coffee Works. And then I've been with this company for, I think, 25 years. I was a 12-year uh, employee and then I was owner or part owner for 13 years. Mm -hmm. And um, so I, I've always loved coffee. It's very fascinating. I've been very blessed that I've gotten to travel. I've been to Brazil and Colombia and did you meet Juan Valdez? You know, yeah, I actually met Juan Valdez. I, I didn't meet him. I was in the same room with one of the guys that was portraying him mm -hmm. on a, in a trip to Colombia. You know, the, I think the real Juan Valdez that we all grew up with, I heard he was actually a Nicaraguan guy, but uh, he looks the part. Hey, he got a great mustache. What can I say? He does. And that was a genius marketing mode. That was tremendous marketing by um, the Colombian Coffee Federation, um, who does a great job as far as, you know, quality and consistency for all the coffee out of Colombia. It's a beautiful country, beautiful people. The food's fantastic, and the coffee is really, really good. I mean, the, I'll tell people, look, that's not your grandpa's Colombian. I mean, this coffee is really, really good. Well, that's about as clean. fresh as it gets, though. I mean, that's the, that's the thing about coffee. If you get, um, if you get, how can I say this? Everybody I know puts either cream and sugar or something like that. Very, my brother drinks black coffee. Okay. But most people, if you roast it immediately and roast it and then grind it and make a cup immediately, it's, it's actually kind of naturally sweet. It doesn't really need a whole lot. The problem is getting it from Colombia down to you to get roasted, to come to me for me to grind it and immediately get it. I mean, somewhere along the way it it's it's as fresh as it could possibly be but it's not like yanking it off a tree and roasting it right there in Colombia. no it doesn't work uh doesn't work that fast um you know i've seen people pluck coffee off the tree and then it's got to go to a um processing mill where they separate the beans inside the little coffee cherry and it goes through either a you know, like a what they call a wet process, a little fermentation stage for typically about a day, or it goes through a dry process where they let those coffee cherries just sit out on a giant, giant concrete football field, just drying in the sun. 
and then all this stuff gets milled off. It all goes through some kind of a apparatus that grinds all the, the what they call the parchment and yeah. the hull, yeah. And and it goes through all kinds of um, separating, density sorting, electronic eye sorting. It's really fascinating. And of course, you know, just basic people, coffee's going down this conveyor belt and 10 people on each side of the conveyor belt and picking up, picking out any beans that are defective or don't look right. So that when, when I get a sack of coffee from Colombia or, or Java or Tanzania, all the bag, all the beans in the bag look exactly the same. Hmm. So that's all, you know, because we buy specialty coffee, it goes through so much sorting, you know, and lower grade, all the stuff that gets rejected and um, coffee that gets grown at lower altitude levels, that all goes into, you know, lower grade coffees that more institutional and commercial grade roasters buy. All right, I'm going to step away for a second. I want to pick it up here, but when we get back, you guys, uh, Paris Coffee, especially you, you, you specialize in flavored coffees even though you have a great just regular dark and medium roast and coffee and chicory but you got all these different flavors so we're going to talk about that when we get back here bob arsenault is my guest he is the are you are you considered like a roasting master or a brew master you got some kind of title or you just bob arsenault who has parents coffee? you know um i i tend to shy away from the whole roast master thing um you know there's an organization called the roasters guild mm-hmm uh, that's a subgroup of the Specialty Coffee Association, just like there's a Barista Guild. And I was one of the uh, card-carrying charter members um, for years and years and years. And we started an, an accreditation program of, like, apprentice and journeyman and master. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the program ever got fully completed over the 10 years I was involved with that. Uh, there's so many classes to take. There's so many. There's so much to learn. There's so much to know. And uh, I, I just thought it wasn't right that somebody could be in coffee just two or three years and would call themselves a, a master roaster yeah. or a roast master. Like, you know, you got to have a you got to be in the business a long time and have probably a lot of gray hair to have experienced a lot and dealing with you know between roasting coffee and buying coffee from with importers and maybe a little bit of travel. Yeah, you got to You got to earn your chops. And um, and you're only going to earn that over time. Look, me, I, 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 I did one of that sit around where they, they bring the cup to you and it's, and you like take a sip and then spit it out. And mm-hmm. dude, I had coffee all, I had coffee spittle <laughs> all over the front of my shirt. So this ain't the gig for me. When we come yep. back though, Bob Arsenal is going to tell us more about coffee and we'll talk about some of the uh, the flavored coffees that they got at uh, Parish Coffee. Parishcoffee.com is where you can go to find out more. But uh, this is the Spudcast podcast talking out my ass with uh. Roastmaster Bob Arsenault. Back right after this. If you find yourself near Metro Road or on breakfast time or lunch, you should make a pass by the Blue Line Sandwich Company. If you find yourself in Kenner at breakfast time or lunch, you should make a pass by the Blue Line Sandwich Company. Chalmette, the best bank uptown, make a pass by the Blue Line Sandwich Company. Chef Brad McGee uses fresh from the farm ingredients, makes his own corned beef, conchon delay, and a jam in a day. Custom catering, dine in and carry out, or let waiter bring your sandwich straight to you. The Blue Line Sandwich Company, 2023 Metro Road, a block off of Bonneville. Call Chef Brad at 504-309-3773. Spud here, and you know the first place I go when my family needs to see a doctor is Rapid Urgent Care. I mean, you're in and out of there in 40 minutes, give or take. You'll spend that much time at an ER just waiting to get triaged. From a broken ankle to a bee sting to a COVID test, Rapid Urgent Care has got you covered with clinics all over southeast Louisiana. 
You don't need an appointment. Just walk right in with your ID card, your insurance card, or you can sign up for their health care partnership. Rampant Urgent Care also has a telemed center just waiting for you to call. Save yourself a trip. And now Rampant Urgent Care has home visits and a mobile health unit with two complete exam rooms. Go to rampanturgentcare.com to find out more and to find the clinic nearest you. Back on the Spudcast, talking to uh, Bob Arsenault of Parish Coffee and Orleans Coffee, and uh, probably a bunch of coffee that you don't you don't realize you're actually drinking Bob's coffee when you're someplace else, sitting down there uh, looking at your your laptop while you enjoy a nice steaming cup of Java over there. So, Bob, let's let's talk about okay. So we we spoke about brewmasters and such, and it does it takes years because frankly, it's like it's like being a chef. Because you can't just be a chef. I mean, you got to learn it. It's it's a science to follow the instructions and such. But it's still an art form. I mean, I got Frank Brightson's recipe for his pecan pie. But believe me, my pecan pie don't come anywhere near close to his. <laughs> you know. So it's it is yeah. it's a, it's an art form. And then you know that's like you you fell into this, and then recognize that's what it is. So then there you go. But now you got all these flavored coffees. That's what Parish Coffee is known for. And my first thing was. You got so many of them. How do you keep track of them? But frankly, how do you decide on a coffee? Do you sign? Okay, you got Dolce de Leche coffee. Did you go out to decide, I'm going to do a Dolce de Leche coffee? Or you started mixing stuff and go, hmm, that tastes like Dolce de Leche. (laughs) Well, there are flavor manufacturers who create all of these flavors. And so there's between a, a printed list or a website list. It just goes on for pages and pages and pages, all of the you know, 50 different versions of French vanilla. And they all taste a little bit different for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And they have different applications. Maybe they've got um, some kind of big commercial food application. Um, you know, you think of all the products we buy, where do the, all these flavors come from? How do you get these flavors in in these food products like strawberry twinkies or something you know i'm making yeah. that up well i mean you know, french like, vanilla what's the, what's the difference between french oh, vanilla and, and regular vanilla oh there's there's just there's a hundred french vanillas out there uh, but they've got different applications um but there and there's some that are you just try some and see which one you like and we've got a great new orleans french vanilla um but anyway to answer your question these flavor manufacturers will have like, hey, here's here's some new flavors, our, our new seasonal flavors, and Dolce de Leche might be in the list. And we get a little vial sample, and we'll flavor a couple pounds of coffee, and then let it sit for a day, grind it, brew a, brew a pot, drink it black, drink it with a little milk, drink it, you know, taste it all mm-hmm. kinds of different ways, and we've got a, a group of people who will taste these coffees. I'm not the biggest, I mean, like, I'll drink it, but I don't, it's not my thing. But mm-hmm. I know it's for some people that's gourmet coffee, and I'm not calling it. It's not specialty coffee. It's just called gourmet coffee. As when all of these flavored coffee rage started, probably back in the '80s. So we have a lot of customers all around the country who all they drink is flavored coffee. Well, I mean, I know there's a lot of most of the people who've gotten into the coffee roasting business in the last ten years wouldn't touch flavored coffee with a ten foot pole. But we were already in it. Mm. And and doing quite well with it, so I couldn't make it go away. So over the years, we've we've called the the slower sellers things that used to be in favor back in the day. We got rid of those, and to make room, um, we've probably cut more flavors out of our selection than what we have. But we we like to freshen things up a little bit. 
Yeah, but new, I'm, fla- I'm, new, I'm, new flavors come down the pike, and it's like, well, you know, we try. Somebody might like it. Well, I'm see, but me personally, you know, I got a touch of ADD, and I'm looking at you got a whole bunch of flavors. I could go through these flavors without going, I'm overwhelmed. I can't deal with it, you know, because I can <laughs> take a line at a time. But, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I, like I said, I'm just a coffee drinker. My youngest yep. is the one who picks the flavors. And then I'm going, oh, that's, that's pretty damn good. We'll get that again, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, we, uh, we're going to come out with some, with um, what I'm calling the drunken series um, next year. <laughs> we're going to come yeah. out with, there's a lot of flavors that are, they don't have any, they really don't have any alcohol in it. But it's a, a it tastes like Kahlua or it mm-hmm. tastes like rum or tastes well, like whiskey. Okay, so when um, you when you do this, okay, can can you call me up and then I can be in one of that little group that tries them out? <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, like I'm, you know, we're coming up with some funny names. Like I want to do drunken pirate, drunken pirate flavored right. coffee. It's going to be spice buttered rum. What else could it be? I'm with you. You know, so and we're going to do so. We've got things that will have some whiskey and some other flavor together you can't do straight whiskey it really doesn't taste good but as as a component you yeah. whiskey this and bourbon that and we've got cognac yeah. flavors and and so forth so we're gonna we'll, we'll kill off we'll kill off a few flavors from the website that really aren't you know either it's a seasonal or just not doing all that well it can go bye-bye and we'll come out with a couple of things because it'll spark somebody's interest we want to look like we're we're being innovative in the well, I'm, I'm one of these guys that I put, uh, we're Irish over here, so I'll put <laughs> Bailey's in my coffee, you right. know, and I, I, I love it. And I actually, uh, I got my daughter, she doesn't drink, my oldest daughter doesn't drink coffee, but she loves hot chocolate. And we mm-hmm. dumped some Bailey's in her hot chocolate. She went, Ooh, this, this is pretty good. <laughs> you know, right. Right. so good. Your, your Irish has come back. So there you go. Exactly. But yeah, you know, the whole idea about parish was, um, well, again, it's a really long story, which I won't even go into, but we wanted to create Parish as a more affordable line of coffee. You know, the, mm-hmm. We moved in, and all the flavored coffee was under the Orleans Coffee banner. Well, we've upgraded our, our quality offerings of coffee. We've kind of, again, we killed off a lot of duplicity and mm-hmm. some dark roasts and coffees that weren't selling to make room for some newer, more high-end coffees. Uh, we've upgraded our packaging. We have a fantastic retail package that you can find in a couple of supermarkets, but mostly online. And we moved moved all the flavors away from Orleans Coffee. All the flavors are now under the Parish banner. And um, and then of course we've got a great medium roast, dark roast, decaf mm-hmm. coffee and chicory. They're very affordable. You can find them in almost every supermarket in town. But yeah, that's where all the flavored coffees are. Yeah. And you also with Orleans Coffee, you're also doing like espresso, and you got tea. So you're you're expanding across the board. Any any, you're basically becoming a hot drink kind of guide, huh? the man mm-hmm. to go to when you want some. But again, you know, not just a plain cup of coffee with cream and sugar in it. Although mm-hmm. that's my favorite. See, I'm not a big mm-hmm. I'm not a big coffee and chicory guy either, because most of the I find the chicory is so overpowering. But the thing about Parish Coffee's chicory is just it's not. And I can make a nice cafe au lait with your chicory coffee and not worrying about, you know, having that chicory taste just overpowering everything else. You know, I, mean, I like the blend. I like the way you put it together. Right. I believe some of the more well-known brands of coffee and chicory use way too much chicory in their blend. And I know why. 
I won't go there, but um, so we use a lower percentage of chicory in our coffee and chicory, and we don't roast the coffee as dark as we did in years, like 10, 15 years ago, it was mm -hmm. much darker coffee, which lets a little bit more bitterness and the chicory kind of helps smooth it out. Well, roasting as a, as a light French roast, you get a lot more of the natural sweetness in the coffee that you referred to a little while ago mm -hmm. with a little bit less chicory. I mean, I've had, I have literally seen people in the supermarket when we're sampling coffee in the store, people take a certain color bag out of their basket, <clears throat> go put it back on the shelf and buy one or two bags of our coffee and chicory. Mm -hmm. And we constantly have people say, this is the best coffee and chicory I've ever had. It is. It's the best I've ever had. And, and I mean, it just is. That's just, and I'm not, because I'm not a chicory guy. And mm -hmm. uh, I'll drink that all day. All right, uh, let's let's talk about well, with the last minute or two that we got left in this interview. Mm -hmm. All mm -hmm. right, what's coming up here? You can go to ParisCoffee.com and order a bunch of things. But you got Santa's Holiday Toddy, vanilla chocolate rum and butterscotch toffee, and other secret flavors up in there. And by the way, all the coffees that uh, Parish and Orleans have, all of them, all have a decaf version. So don't don't let the don't let the caffeine keep you away from trying mm -hmm. this kind of stuff. Uh, holiday yeah. toddy. Yeah, I think I'm going to be, uh, I'll be getting a bag of that this afternoon. So, uh, <laughs> well, sucks. the thing of it is though, I mean, all you have coffee in all these stores, there's a whole bunch of, frankly, all the grocery stores around here you can think of, but they don't always have all of everything. So you'd be better off going to your website if you want a specific brand or specific taste of coffee, you know, That's right. That's go right. to, go to Paris. How long does it take for me? If I ordered it today, how long would it take me to get it? Well, this week, if you order coffee for me today, we're running behind because we have so much business. But mm -hmm. most most of the year, we turn that order around in 48 hours. Cool. It might it might take us another day or two, right now. But you know, like our website says, you know, we it might take up to 10 days to get your order out. That's never taken that well, long. It's really COVID's 48 hours. Too, yeah. Boom. We yeah. just we turn it around really quickly. Lots of things are, are late too because of the pandemic. And okay, so you got Papa Noel's blend, you got cinnamon pecan rum, and dolce de leche. Those are some of the uh -huh. specials they got going on to give yourself a nice little Christmas kick, you know. That's right. Before you put in the uh, before you put in the uh, the Bailey's Irish cream. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and your coffees have you have different things on sale. You got different things you can get. Different coffee making machines, or or if you want to, you know cups and yeah you got the regular marketing stuff but what you got more than anything else is some of the best damn coffee you're ever going to drink in your life that's right so and we're looking to add a what i call a prosumer page to our website in the future um because more people well they're not going to their office um yeah. or they're high-end consumers and uh they 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 buy better coffee they buy coffees that tend to be a little bit more expensive Mm -hmm. And they have nice equipment at their at their house, and uh, so we're going to start adding some some expensive, well, like you know, fifteen hundred dollar espresso machines, some high end coffee brewers, yeah. and so forth, and grinders um, to to help become that one stop shop for yeah. uh, your high end prosumer. Well, that sounds cool to me, but I'm just a drip coffee guy. I do have a grinder, so I get ground mm -hmm. and whole bean coffee, but. I'm a drip coffee kind of guy. Bob Arsenault yeah. of Parish Coffee, parishcoffee.com, orleanscoffee.com. If you still, if you, oh man, what am I going to get somebody? 
send them some coffee. Nobody, nobody. And or tea. Coffee, tea. There you go. Yeah, I appreciate there it, Bob. Go. Thanks for taking the go. time, man. Thanks for having Thank cranking out such a great product too. Thank you, Spud. It's been always fun. Always a pleasure to speak with you. Thank you. Know you. That. I, and I enjoy visiting with you, too. Okay, so we'll be back with more of the uh, Spudcast podcast right after this. I scream, you scream, we all scream for beads and doubloons and coconuts and marching bands and walking clubs and tableaus and mask balls and mystic crews and everything else that says Mardi Gras. Keep Mardi Gras what it's always been, a family event before Lent. If you want to help keep traditions alive, go to MardiGrasAlliance.com and join the growing group of businesses, citizens, and carnival entities that want to keep Mardi Gras a safe and happy event without it being regulated to death. Go to MardiGrasAlliance.com and laissez les bon temps rouler. Hey, what you got going this weekend? Can't go to the game, you can't even tailgate, so what you gonna do? Go fishing! Get yourself a licensed and insured charter guide on LASaltwater.com. Super easy to follow that website. What you gonna catch, where you wanna catch it, how you wanna catch it. All the big ones are waiting for you, and to top it off, you'll still be able to watch the game on TV at the lodge at the end of the day of fishing. Sounds great? Got an open spot for you, babe. If you want in, just sign up on lasaltwater.com. All right, so uh, that was pretty pleasant, talking with uh, Bob Arsenault, Parish Coffee. That's some great coffee, by the way. I'm, I'm weak for it. It's, that's, that's really good stuff. Parishcoffee.com. Go to that line. Send some to yourself. Send some to your loved ones. Send some to your friends who, who expatriated from the city. Uh, they'll, they'll be glad. They'll be thankful that you did. In the meantime, tomorrow on the Spudcast podcast, Mike Weldon's going to join me again for uh, Newsmakers and Ball Breakers. Got a bunch of things to talk about. We'll do that tomorrow. Right now, though, you can find the Spudcast on uh, Spotify and on uh, Red Circle and on Google. You can also find it on our Facebook pages, Spud's Friends and Fans, and John McConnell. You can find it on Twitter at SpudGotDat, at SpudGotDat. If you want to send me a message or an idea for a show or you want to get on a list, and I'll directly email you. The Spudcast Podcast. Each one as it comes out, go to thespudcastpodcast at gmail.com. Thespudcastpodcast at gmail.com. In the meantime, see you guys tomorrow with Newsmakers and Ball Breakers. Uh, watch out for the crazies, but I am a gone pecan.